Welcome to the talk shop. It's Bernie and Chimdi. Hello and welcome to another delayed but we're here episode of the what was I going to call this? The talk shop. I was going to say the podcast. <laughs> I know. I could tell you were going to say podcast. I could tell. <laughs> I think so. I swear to God, I was gonna say class class just to make you say it too. <laughs> My brain was like, "Wait a minute, this sounds very. This sounds all too familiar." For for those who don't know, the Koshcast is uh, the soccer podcast I do. Chimdi's been a guest a couple of times. Uh, myself, Alex, Mo, and Rache, uh, the Kosh Boys. But this is the talk shop. Uh, we talk football like for two minutes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, but uh, you know, we try to talk about everything else from fatherhood to marriage to pop movies culture to shows. movies, yeah, yep. whatever comes to mind. So, yep. But yeah, welcome, guys. Yeah, like Bernie said, another delayed, but we're here. You know, we uh, we have crazy lives. So sometimes things mess up, but uh, I guess yeah. actually, you know what? I guess now that the world is going back to normal ish, you know, it's messing up our flow a little bit you know more demands work-wise family-wise you know there's more things pulling us back into the house uh sorry into work and other busy stuff and it's harder to stay on top of our usual schedule but we're trying so we want to apologize for delaying once in a while but we we here we here we here yeah yeah how you how you doing bro you have had a good week yeah Oh, sorry. Don't know the yawn on this thing, but yeah, it's been a good week, a tiring week. Um, man, two kids is is it's interesting. All right, you know, it's um, we're getting into our rhythm a little bit. Um, obviously, um, but that nighttime, like you know, when you put Kaima down and you know, like okay, from whenever it is she's down to whenever you sleep is your time. Yeah. Like we really embrace that time with pj mm-hmm. and now i don't have it because yeah. it's pj goes down and he's asleep sure but mj is now in and out of sleep because you're dealing with that the beginning of that and it's like wow when is this breather <laughs> like like in this so it's um it's very interesting um don't know if I said this on a previous podcast, but I've con- now that I have two kids, I've I fully understand why people love kids uh-huh. and why some people like they're like, oh, I want to, I like, I want to have a big family. Totally get it, but yeah. I also totally understand people who swear that they don't want kids. Yeah, like I completely see every side of this equation now. <laughs> like not not like. Like I'm, I'm in the, I'm good with my kids. You know what I mean? But like, Camp, yeah. like if if I if we sit down on this podcast right now and just have a podcast of talking about what frustrates us about being parents, it might be enough to scare some people off, and they'll be like, "Why, why would I do that?" <laughs> Definitely. Like I think there's so many things you find out, and then sometimes you just sit down and look at them, and they do something, and you're like, "Yeah." So that it's much worth it because of that alone. But just before they were probably like killing you, you know, yeah. making you making you so frustrated. So, and you know what? It's sometimes it's not even the things that like they do. For example, um, if we're trying to travel, mm-hmm. and then you start to think about all the logistics, mm-hmm. you know, the stroller. You gonna t- do you have to? You know, what kind of stroller you gonna take? Does this airline take car seats? Does this, 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 this? Like, what, when you're going to book your flight time because you're trying to, like, you know, navigate them and their mood. And then you think yep. about it. On top of that, just the price. It's like, shoot. Yep. Like, they're not two anymore. So it's yep, not free. Exactly. It's not free anymore. <laughs> it's not free. It's not just somebody you just bring and put on your lap or put on the middle seat. It's now a legit seat on its own. It's crazy. It's like, crazy. It, it amazes me that, like, you think about like when we were in Loyola and stuff, mm-hmm. and people be going on. Some people went on 
summer vacations abroad every year. Mm-hmm. I was I'm stunned when I think about this now. Like yep. carrying full like human beings mm-hmm. on planes that cost tickets is like a thousand five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plus hotel, plus food, plus this. Gods. <laughs> yep. yep, it's a lot. It's a, a lot of consideration, you know. And you're right, like, even just thinking about traveling, even if it's you're going to family or something, it's like, yeah, stroller, do we take car seat? You know, okay, we have this fo- we have this folding one. Oh, no, she's too big for that now. So now we have to think of, okay, can we risk driving in the car to the house without a, without a car seat for now? And then there's a car seat at home or just buying a car seat to the destination you're going to. You know, grandparents' house have to have everything you have in your car, your house right now. You know, bottles, cups, uh, high chairs, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just extra expense, but it's it's all worth it. They 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 make you when they start learning and growing up and potty training themselves and like forming full sentences now and like showing their personality. It's it's, it's all worth it at the end of the day, but it's it's stress in between a lot of stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not not to scare off anyone who's considering this journey, you know, <laughs> what we can do a long part about the good stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like definitely, it's, it's literally can be like your kid just looks at you and like oh, uh-huh. I'm in, yeah. like, you know what I mean? I'm like in. it's literally just a glance and you're like fully, yeah, fully sold. I'm fully yeah. sold. I'm fully yeah. In. Because I think the other day, PJ said to me, Daddy, I want a hug. And I was like, you know, my my heart is melted. (laughs) You know, like, even if I was noticed you a minute ago, I'm not anymore. Exactly. It's amazing what what they can do. It's funny. Kaima is, like, learning the concept of family. So, like, she, when she does something wrong, she keeps, constantly says, oh, I love you guys. We're all a family. (laughs) I'm like, bro, you know what you're doing, but cool. We agree. Yeah, you're all family. <laughs> I like yeah, that. She's, she's, I like she's that. Very, they're getting very. It's getting to the point where they're very smart. So now it's, but it's still coming to the challenging part because now you have to start, you know, honing. I don't want to say training them, but yeah, training them to be good people. Mm-hmm. You know, so that they don't get to teenage years or whatever and become legit menaces. You know, so yeah. that's the worst. That's the worst thing. You know, when they get to the point where they can legit do whatever they want to do, and all you're doing at this point is dealing with consequences. You know, at mm-hmm. some point, that's 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 how it is. You know, you're just dealing with whatever they've done. You know, you can't change it. They have autonomy; literally, can do whatever they want to do. You know, there's consequences, but they they can literally just get up and do whatever they feel like that day. You know, so you just gotta start thinking about how you want to train them up so that they're good people, and you know don't you know don't mess their lives up and the lives of other people you know that's that's the phase you have to start thinking about so yeah well we still have a while to get there but you know so far so good i think yeah yeah it's it's true it's important to think about they they're able to you know you say one thing and they're able to give you a now a reason why they don't want to do it it's like whoa i I just got used to you saying no now it's like like the funniest thing is PJ eats in a certain order. Mm-hmm. So he like he eats like his fruits first mm-hmm. and then he'll eat the meat, say uh-huh. like chicken, and then he might eat like the rice or whatever. Uh-huh. Like and it must be in that order because if you try and give him one before the other, he goes, No, I'm eating this because he's eating <laughs> it in the order of how he likes it. <laughs> like and then you could ruin all of dinner. And he'll tell you, no, I'm eating bananas, the way he calls it, or apples or yep. whatever. Yep. And then if you try, he'll like to give him the thing he doesn't like. You know, he, he rebels against it. And then he'll say, like, today he's like, Daddy, I'm wet. I'm like, are you sure? You know, and because <laughs> we're just in the party training, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, go to the party. And I realize he's actually just said that to get away from this. From the table, yep. Yeah, like he actually knew why he said that. He he's, he's no, he doesn't need to do this. He just yep. trying to get away from here. I was like, yep. wow, okay, this is a this this is this is a smart kid. All smart right, smart cool. kid, exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible, and you know, it's good. Also, you see that they're beginning to think, you know, intelligently. Obviously, when they're trying to deceive you, it's annoying. But in general, it's good to see that they have the out out of the box thinking. You know, yeah. So you can see you see the brain working, but now it's just the time to (laughs) ensure that they don't become they don't use their 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 genius for evil. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. 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 But yeah, uh, it's a good phase to be in and uh, we'll, we'll keep forging. I mean, we have no choice, really. We can't abandon them at this point. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, we we wanted to just, just have a casual convo today. You know, we are stressed and tired from the week, so we're just going to take it easy today. And we, you know, a few things we haven't done in a couple of weeks, you know, talk about, like, pop culture and um and shows specifically TV what we're watching, so uh, we wanted to do that this episode. Uh, but yeah, one major thing we both just finished watching is The Boys. Spoilers if you don't watch The Boys, they have finished it. Um, you know, consider you know coming back to the, the episode at a later date. But yeah, what do you think about the the season, Bernie? I thought. Um this like season so i binged it in like like everything in like from season uh, one you mean yeah i don't remember how long it took me it didn't take me that long because the show's really good okay. and i would say that each season gets progressively better than the last one mm-hmm. so season one was cool like it i remember i stopped watching it i tried to start watching it a couple months ago i stopped because it was like interesting but i was like it's not like must see tv but yeah. then i got through season one and i was like okay this is cool Season two, I'm like, this Billy Butcher guy is nuts. Like, <laughs> Homelander is Homelander, but Billy Butcher is insane, yeah. you know? And I was more sort of gripped by him. And then season three is the Homelander <laughs> Express, as far as I'm concerned. Because, <laughs> A, one of the best seasons of TV I've seen in a long time. Like, every yep. every episode was a hit. Every single episode was a hit. Mm-hmm. And the Soldier Boy angle, I liked it. Yep. But Anthony Starr, the guy who acts as Homelander, wow, yeah. what an actor! Wow. I don't know what else I've seen him in. He keeps I've, something. I, I don't. I don't know. Dude, I always every time I see him, I always see Bradley Cooper, but I know it's not the same person. And I know I've seen him in something else, but I just can't place my finger on it. But yeah, he's such a good actor, such a good actor, and, and they they did very well this this season. I mean, there were some things that maybe I could have done without, maybe. The whole Kimiko French Frenchy thing, but at the same time, it was entertaining in its own right. I guess they're trying to flesh their characters out a little bit more, but I could have done without that whole thing they were doing back and forth. You know, trying to make sure they stayed, you know, level-headed, trying to lead the group, but then coming back, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the way they left us with uh, what's his name. Um, the guy from Breaking Bad. What's his name? Oh God, the bad guy. Oh, um, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, his character. You know, they they arrested him or whatever. He lost his job as CEO, but I feel like there's much more going on with him still. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it seems like what's her name betrayed him, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's something else going on there. Uh, so yeah, I didn't like that they left us hanging with that kind of. You know, I would have liked some closure with him apart from him just walking off on um, on Homelander after that conversation. But I, I can see that. I can but see yeah, that. I, I know that I'm almost certain there's something <clears throat> they have left to do with him, but I just don't know what it is. And I wish they kind of brought him back, not just as. Um, like the cartoon character in what's his name's mind in Black Noir's mind, um, in the past, you know, I really think he has much more going on under uh, underneath his sleeves. You know, that will probably play out next season, but you know, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And I wonder how you know when the consequences of Homelander's behavior starts to affect Vought like tangibly. You know, because right now, for some reason, the, the, the season ended with him still being on a high and having people support. You know, but at some point, the 
the ineptitude of him and like the deep and stuff should affect Vought as a company. I would mm-hmm. think. So, I mean, those kind of things are holes that, you know, they probably purposely left open because, like you said, they, the writing in this show is pretty good and, you know, leaves you wanting more. Uh, so I'm sure they have plans on how to close those circles, but I just felt like, you know, those are one of the things that I really wanted to uh, see dealt with, and I didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah, I I think they did on purpose to try, to, you know, to set up the next season. Um, yeah, I was I was very intrigued by their ability to replicate real world scenarios without yeah. them being too obvious about it. Obvious, yeah. Like the the last episode was amazing in that you know how people go like oh we don't want this like you know liberal hollywood nonsense whatever throw mm-hmm. in our face and they did that without being too obvious about it in the context of you know it's homelander and his crew of the conservatives or whatever and mm-hmm. you know there's that and then they were at the um at a homelander rally and he brought his son um, spoiler alert for anyone who 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 hasn't seen it. And then someone, some liberal guy, makes some noise, you know, protesting. And then Homelander basically blasts him because I think he protests the guy, but I think he threw something at his son or something like that. Yeah, I think he um, threw like a burrito or something at his son. Yeah, something like that. And Homelander just like eviscerates him, and the crowd goes wild, including that wild. that that. Uh, MM's uh MM's step 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 daughter's stepdad. Yeah, who's who's clearly a follower. And then Homelander's like thinks, oh shit, like I did make a mistake. But everyone starts cheering him on. Which is an exact parallel to when Trump said he could stand in front of Times Square, shoot Uh somebody, and the people still vote for him. I was like, Whoa, they did that. It didn't like it occurred to me after when I saw it on Twitter, someone said that, I was like Yep. I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. Yeah, their their social social commentary is always top notch. You know, even down to um, you know, um, <clears throat> the social media campaigns like Gagado's singing video in the pandemic. You know, even down to the ridiculous shit like that. You know, they they find a way to to strike. You know, at those things and you know make it hit home. You know what I'm talking about. That right? was so funny. Very Imagine oh, <laughs> and they got all these celebrities to do it. It's crazy. Did you see how crazy, they crazy. um uh they marketed the season before it started on Twitter? You With mean by the... having Vought's official page? They had stuff? that, but you know how like they f- like they filmed a movie, like oh yeah, what's it called Dawn of the Seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then did you see when they were like released the board cut or whatever, like the director? <laughs> oh that fucking guy what's his name the comedian yeah so they did like a whole like release the you know like kind of like, like release the Snyder Cut or whatever Snyder Cut yeah and they they tagged Snyder and Snyder actually retweeted it and like said something about it and then like obviously <laughs> that whole DC Snyder community was like yo the boys the boys the boys and they kept like they realized oh Snyder's in on it on the joke now so yeah. they kept talking about it and mm-hmm. talking about like they kept like as if they were just like filming new ads every day like oh my vision is coming out thank you guys and this is this is whatever <laughs> and it was like oh, i'm gonna see my boy zach <laughs> i was like the marketing even when um Top remember, remember when they announced so joker 2 is gonna be like they announced it's gonna be a musical or mm-hmm. at least have musical numbers mm-hmm. and then immediately the boys um started showing like the clip of Kimiko and uh, Kimiko Frenchy and Frenchie, yeah. singing, and they were like, "Well, we're musical too. <laughs> These guys are great. Like, they're just really good at this." Yeah, the show are great. I mean, I've never. Have you actually read the the, the boys' comic? Yeah, I haven't. I I I haven't. I and it's I didn't not the even same. Know anything about it before? It's not the same writer as Invincible, right? It's not the same guys. Not the same comic house. I'm guessing, right? No, I don't think so. 
they used to be funny enough they used to be in dc and then through like wildstorm i think and then they went to a different like publisher yeah all, a lot of the ripping from you know marvel and dc is apparent you know a lot of stuff they do and they don't care same way invincible is kind of the same way they don't i mean they can do it you know oh yeah it's, i think i think um I, I mean obviously soldier boy is supposed to be a priority of uh captain america obviously um homelander superman so that's already a mix of dc and uh marvel right there you know so mm-hmm. it's very 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 interesting uh the deep is obviously some kind of uh, what's his name aquaman aquaman you know it's, it's funny the deep was just a troubled human being this whole season <laughs> nasty nasty that octopus nasty. stuff was so nasty nasty like, it's just the, so depraved and like so it's also realistic because you can see if he really does communicate with aquatic animals to that extent you know it's not it's not it's wild but it's not like you know insane to think that that's what what somebody like that would would be doing you know so yeah it's crazy it was a good a good good season man i'm looking forward to the next one you know, wonder what's going to happen to to Butcher. You know how they're going to end his story because clearly he's spoiler alert. Clearly he's he has eighteen months to live. So everything they're doing now is pretty much just going to follow from this end of last season for the next. I don't know if they're going to have any more seasons after that. If if he dies or if him dying will be the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I haven't read the comics. So I don't know how it ends, but I know that he does die in the comics too. I think Huey survives in the comics. I think so. Um, so there's definitely something there. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him because clearly he's not. He's definitely not going to survive unless something happens. I, I thought he might take the compound V proper uh, at some point. To like heal him, heal him. So like Huey, you know, will Huey have any after effects from taking the drug? Will he have to take, you know, proper compound B to like heal, you know, and feel better? Because in theory, Huey is gonna also have the same symptoms Billy Billy does. Mm-hmm. In in theory, because they both took about the same type of doses so i don't know it'll be interesting to see how they end that up how they finish off but it, it will be very interesting to see that because how does that affect the relationship with starlight and like you know well they um, seem like they've fixed that at least to some extent you know they're not broken up at least as the end as of the end of the season they're still together so i did think that um they were going to break up for real, but I guess they brought them back in the end and she's joined the boys now, so there's a whole new dynamic. And I think this new new adversary they have, in addition to Homelander, is going to make things much harder. His you know, son, Victoria. His yeah. son. That's scary. That was scary. Yeah, <laughs> was just the smile at the end, right? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy crazy and that's what we were hoping that wouldn't happen but it makes sense that that was going to be the path we followed anyways made sense i'm just surprised that soldier boy turned on homelander like that you know and did exactly what he said his dad did to him and mm-hmm. called him a, a, a failure or whatever he, you know, he's, he's, he he's not that. here for the sensitivity at all yeah he's not, he's not here for it I was shocked just because he had that whole monologue when talking to Huey about it. You know, I thought maybe he was legit, like, reconsidering. Yeah. So surprised they made him just flip 180, you know. I I but, thought Jensen Ackles is a guy, I thought he was great. Like, I thought very he was good. absolutely great as Soldier Very boy. good. Very, very good. He but he's not dead either, right? Like, they kind of no, showed... No, he's not. They kept they put him somewhere so he can come back, which is which excites me. So I'm 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 good there, because that fight between him and uh, Homelander that that can't be the end of that. They're gonna have to yeah. have a bigger fight than that. Definitely, 
Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, it was a good show. If you haven't watched it before, guys, check it out. Uh, it's called The Boys on Amazon Prime. You know, very exciting. Good show. Uh, can't wait for uh, Invincible to come back. It's come back this year, right? Invincible? Uh, I, I thought it was next year because I remember them saying it was going to be a very long wait. Oh, um, shit. Which is annoying, but yeah, I'm excited for that show as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of shows coming up, um, just wanted to briefly touch on a few, I don't know if you want to call them classics, but things based on classics. Um, at the end of August, we're welcoming, we're going back into the world of uh, Westeros with um, uh, House of the House Dragon. Of Dragon. Yeah, that's coming out on August 21st. And people who don't know, it's a prequel show based on the hit show um, uh, Game of Thrones, um, which revolves around the Targaryen family, who is the family of uh, the Khaleesi, Daenerys, the dragon rider. Actually, Jon Snow is also Targaryen, so... There's that. Uh, so I guess don't don't, you... don't get me started on that that whole. Match. <laughs> that if you whole remember match. the story, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip past Game of Thrones season eight and just you know focus on the new stuff. But based on the trailer, man, I, 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 and the story, actually, it's funny. I just remembered, you know, as I was watching a few people react yeah. to the trailer, I just remembered that I started reading Fire and Blood audiobook. Uh, like when they first announced Fire and Blood was gonna come, oh, well, when they first announced this spinoff based on Fire and Blood was gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the I know the basic story just from watching different YouTube stuff, but um, now I'm considering going back and just finishing the audiobook. But it's long. I know one of those ones where I remember when I was listening to it, I wasn't really paying attention. I thought I would like audiobooks because I like podcasts, but now I'm finding I don't know if, if it's just the way the person was reading or whatever. But I don't know if I should just actually get the book and read it. At the same time, I don't have time. And I feel like if I do the audio book, I could just leisurely slide down and listen for an hour and, and stop and do an hour every, you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's something about audiobooks that just feels inauthentic to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, like I've tried listening. I've tried them and I'm like, I don't know. I, I thought I, I would... I need to me. I'll try it again. I don't know. I thought I would like the concept again because I like podcasts, and I thought maybe you know just you know that kind of thing. And reading narration would be as close as I would get to um, to watching it on TV. But for some reason, it just didn't work for me, and I just didn't like at that point. And maybe yeah. this was a while ago, so maybe I'll try again. Uh, you know, one of these afternoons when I'm just but things. When you're doing podcasts or stuff like that, you most times I'm either working out or working, listening to podcasts, and it can be in the background, even though I can hear what they're saying, but I'm not like focusing hundred percent on it. I feel like right the, a book. I'm trying right. to actually understand what they're saying and like listen properly. So doing it as a as a background thing is not ideal. So I think if I'm going to do it, I'm just going to have to like dedicate. 30 to an hour every day just listen to a couple pages a couple chapters and, and get through it that way as opposed to doing yeah. something background i think that's how i'm gonna have to attack it yeah that, that that might that might be it that might be it um I, i'm just gonna wait for the show <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 watch the show um i've seen people already complaining that it's not gonna be good i'm like you know what the season that we just saw was pretty bad. Like, so mm. let's see what they do. I, what what is I, what is their basis? What are you seeing? What is their basis for saying it's not going to be good? I I haven't gone too deep into what their basis is because I had my suspicion and I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> my my suspicion is that um, people saw a lot of oh the woman can't to see like you know take over and like a lot of people like from that you know basically the trailer suggests that it's about her fight to be to take the throne right 
which is a lot of women empowerment stuff. And typically when someone tells me, oh, it's going to be shit, um, for some, I'm like, oh, you're just assuming it's going to be crap because you think it's trying to be woke. But yeah, because the woman's watch, the main character. Yeah. But if you watch, like, you know, how many episodes of this show, um, well, eight seasons of Game of Thrones or whatever it was, Mm-hmm. That was that was the whole point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always been the whole point. Always been. So, I mean, like, the main characters have always been primarily women. You know, and at least in Game of Thrones, that's how it ended up being. You know, the most conniving, the most political savvy ones were the ladies. You know, think of Cersei, Danny. You think of what's her name, uh, the grandmother of. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know her name. Yeah. You know, they were all the most politically savvy, the most intriguing characters, you know. So, hey, if you don't like it, if that's your complaint, um, yeah, there's no apologies. You can just suck it. <laughs> don't bother. That's that's your your problem. Uh, but I'm excited, man. I'm 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 excited. I, I don't think it's gonna be bad. I think I'm glad that uh D and D are not involved at all. Because they're the ones that destroyed season seven and eight. Because mm-hmm. the primary thing is, and I, I kind of, when I think about it sometimes, I kind of don't blame them because source material ended. So they had to create new stuff. And the problem also, though, which I think was their fault, was they didn't involve uh, George R. R. Martin as much as they maybe should have. You know, thinking they could just write it. And they also just wanted to get off the project, you know, as quickly as possible. So they didn't really yeah. care. They had a bag from Disney to do some Star Wars stuff. So they had to go we, get it. Though they, they Disney threw them off once they saw the season. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is sad. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think you know, when you think about it, you know, uh, the, the writers are, you know, George R. R. Martin is involved you know, the person writing is one of the people that used to write with him and, you know, wrote in conjunction with him. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, I think Benioff, I forget his first name, one of the guys that directed most of the epic episodes in, uh, in Game of Thrones is the major director in the whole mm-hmm. series. Um, um, well, actually, sorry, his name is Miguel Shapatnik, I think, is the person I'm thinking about. There's another guy who the composer, forget his name now, he's back doing the composure for these. So, like, they're getting the best people. Obviously, HBO has a bigger bag now, so everything looks crisp in terms of graphics. Mm-hmm. Budget's definitely bigger. So, yeah, I expect good things. I'm not going to judge it too much. Again, I'm going to try to watch, to read the story, but I'm not going to concentrate on it or, you know, force myself to. I just, I, I know the basics of what the issue is, what the struggle is, and how it ends. And that's the only thing about this is that we know how the story ends in general. We know. Yep. Even just based on, if you pay attention enough in Game of Thrones, you know how this anarchy ended. You know, yep. you know why you know why there's not so many dragons anymore. It's because of this, essentially. You know why the Targaryens are wiped out because of this. You know, it all starts exactly. here. All starts here and ends in the birth of Danny. Yeah. So, well, not really. There's still a lot of time that goes by, but um, I think they said that this uh, source material is enough to take them probably three series, three 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 seasons, three to four seasons. So. That's good. At least we know it's going to end. We know that the actual green and the green and the black battle is going to take uh, probably two seasons to cover. But it should be exciting. I think it'll be very good. I think there and there's a lot more dragon biting that we'll be seeing. So that that's exciting. Also, yeah, I'm um the other one that's you know speaking of classics is is um. Lord of the Rings, I think it's called The Power of the Ring. Um, you know what? I'm excited. Well, I'm intrigued. Let me not say excited by this one. 
Um, I'm intrigued because Amazon has pumped more money into this show than anyone's ever pumped money into a show in history. This is record-setting yeah. money. So yeah. I'm curious to see what they come up with. I'm not sure I'm going to be emotionally invested, also because I feel like the the first time I watched Lord of the Rings, and the only time I've sat through Lord of the Rings was in Loyola. Yeah, yeah. And we watched it on movie night, and it yep. what and it and I remember it being amazing to uh-huh. me back then, but I haven't seen it since. since so this is recent. like how how many years later? Like Twenty years ago, something like that. Twenty something like, years ago, yeah. So I feel like I don't like I remember the stuff, you know what I mean? And like I watched The Hobbit, which was boring as shit. Like honestly, <laughs> all three of them were boring as fuck. Um, yep. But I remember nostalgically enjoying Lord of the Rings, but I feel like I need to go back and watch it one more time. Like, watch all of them one more time for me to get that, like, feeling of, like, yeah, I need to watch. Because with Game of Thrones, I'm like, even though season eight was absolute tridash, you know, the first seven seasons were so good that I'm like, okay, I still want to see this. And also that rumored, but not even rumored, they announced a Kit, um, not Kit, Jon Snow spinoff. Spinoff, yeah. We'll see where that goes, but they announced that. Um, so, like, there's enough for me to be like, yeah, I want to see where this goes. But this one, I don't know. Like, we'll we'll see, but I think I'm going to go through a marathon of Lord of the Rings first before, like, uh, getting to that. That's a good idea. You know, that has to include The Hobbit, right? I know you said it was boring, but it has to include The Hobbit. Because <sighs> the, the Hobbit is the actual it's the prequel of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so you, you kind of have to watch the habit. I, I, I might, I might um, skip that because that was dry as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I mean, yeah, the, to me, that's the biggest issue I've had with the Lord of the Rings series is that I've not been patient enough to go back and rewatch. I mean, even though we watch three-hour-long movies standard nowadays, so I guess I'm being hypocritical, but. Every time I think about it, I'm like, do I really want to sit through this? And it's probably going to be a little bit boring. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be doing it so I can pay attention to details. And that makes it even worse, you know? So, like, those are the thoughts I keep having when I think about, you know, doing this. Uh, But I I do think perhaps what what I like to do with these things, especially after, like, just getting to Star Wars more and stuff, is just making sure I do things in order. You know, watch things in how they're supposed to be in terms of timeline order so I can understand it. So that's kind of what I'm going to try to do and just see which ones to watch first. I know The Hobbit's first, but I feel like this story also is probably before even The Hobbit. It's the origin of The Rings, isn't it? And this is how The Rings came to be, I think. I think it is. Yeah, so I think this new Rings of Power show pretty much is trying to... I think Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff is in the third age. I think that's the way they phrase it, the, the third age. And this is supposed to be like the second age around where the rings were created because Sauron, who was already a bad guy in the first age, was in hibernation, but he was coming back. So it's kind of what they did to create the rings to, to lock him up again, I think. And then eventually we'll get to the Hobbit and to... Uh, Lord of the Rings, where everything fucks up again. So, anyways, it's all a whole cycle. Um, and that's pretty much it. So, I'm looking forward to it. And I know I was mentioning earlier that, you know, with the Game of Thrones and the uh, House of the Dragon, yeah, I don't know. It's looking long for that listening to the audiobook. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think I think it's just to start this. The, the stuff fresh. There is cold, yeah. 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 Wow. But you know one thing one thing that annoys me though, I don't I don't like like when even when I watch like YouTube reviewers and stuff like that. I don't like when I know the story and they're yanning dust and I'm like, dude, just do some research before you talk. Like all these YouTubers, some some people just don't just go into a cold, but that's that's I guess the appeal of it. You don't really know much. You're going into a cold and you want to learn on the fly. So I guess but I guess because I have some prior knowledge. It, it annoyed me a little bit, but we'll see. If I have time, I'll do it. If not, yeah, it's 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 the it's time for fantasy, you know. And 
They yeah. they just had Comic Con and Dungeons and Dragons movie is coming out. <laughs> Not that I ever played that shit ever in my life, so I don't I think I did. <laughs> I think I did at some point, but it, I don't. It didn't, I didn't recognize any of the names, and it didn't look that appealing to me. So I don't know. I might, I might watch it if it comes out, but I literally just saw the Wakanda Forever um, trailer. trailer. I haven't seen that yet. It, it looks. I mean, they didn't show much. But they showed enough where you knew where they were going with it, mm-hmm. and I like, I like the look of Namor or Namor or whatever his name is. Okay, uh, you know who that is, right? The yeah, yeah, he's like Submariner, basically Aquaman for Marvel. Aquaman, yeah, but uh, they definitely played the whole Aztec traditional wear type thing because that's he. So just for some some background, like. You know, Momoa's character, Aquaman, is Atlantean, but apparently there is some theory that they, I don't know what the link is with the Aztecs, but like their predecessors are are the Aztecs or something like that, though. But Nemo is supposed to be a predecessor or uh, similar to Aquaman, just Mexican or Aztec, because actually, if you say Mexican, that's not correct aztecs are a different uh, Mm -hmm. kind of a different race altogether so but yeah that looked interesting looked very well done it's clearly shuri that's going to be black panther although i guess it could be um what's his girlfriend's name lupita's character uh nakia nakia because i don't they never showed who's in the suits but if you look at the poster it's definitely a feminine panther Mm-hmm. And then there's a there's a shot of the person uh, opening their claws from the side, like one arm, one leg, and they're like you know like the the uh, what's her name, Black Widow pose, okay, kind of, okay. Um, so it's definitely feminine or female, but I don't know who it is. They didn't they didn't hint as to who it was. And uh, what's her name is in the is in the show. Um, Ironheart. Who's Ironheart again? What's her name? Riri. Riri Jones. Riri I think Williams. Something. something. Yeah. Anyways, um, Tony Stark's understudy, who's pretty smart too, and creates her own Iron Man suit. I think they're coming out. They're coming out with a series for that too. Ironheart. Yeah. Like. You, you know. You know what's interesting about this is that I'm gonna go watch this 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 trailer in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but. So just for the comic book nerds out there, of which I don't know how many of our listeners are, so this is going to be just <laughs> for us. But um, mm-hmm. so Com- San Diego Comic-Con is back after being away for COVID. And mm-hmm. sun- Saturday today is a big day where like DC has a big panel at Hall, what they call Hall H. And mm-hmm. Marvel has a panel at Hall H where they make big announcements. Mm-hmm. The crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. And Deadline, which is one of the Hollywood trades, like typically if they say something, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, not like rumor, it's like Hollywood Reporter, Vanity Fair, Deadline. Um, mm-hmm. And they said, because it was Black Adam and Shazam on the DC side in a Hall H, and no one really cared about those two mm-hmm. things, except for maybe seeing The Rock, whatever. But mm-hmm. they had said that there was buzz that Henry Cavill was going to be there to talk about Superman. Back. And the internet was nuts. Like, it was wild. Yeah. In my section of Twitter, it was crazy, because people were saying mm-hmm. it. They don't. No one will care what Marvel announces if Superman is back. Yeah, I saw and you. I saw you in a space yesterday on Twitter. I, I was there. They were going off. They were going off, and there was no Superman. He didn't show up. Yeah, he, he didn't show up, and people were pissed. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then Marvel was like, "All right, you you guys suck." They were announcing this entire slate of stuff. And I and I haven't seen it, but I heard that they announced like a new Avengers Secret War, Secret Wars, Secret Wars, and Kang, um, like the Kang Destiny or Dynasty or something Kang, like that. Kang, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, and then there's also a another thing with Kang with um, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp and something like a multiverse type name, but something like that. But oh, the Quantum Mania thing. Quantum Mania, yeah. So yeah. like it's it's popping off. They went they went off like they were like okay and they and um was it they announced a new title of the, the Captain America movie Captain America New World Order that's the one with mm-hmm. Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
I think they also announced like a couple more movies. Now I think about it, I oh, just remember de- what. But I have I to go it, back and, phone, and check it out. My phone's not with me. I had it all up at one point. But yeah, it's the lineup is crazy. Obviously, they re reannounced like Blade. They reannounced like stuff they've already announced, like other stuff we knew was coming. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a crazy lineup. I, I don't know how the hell Faggy has all this time, but like. They that are, guy has a dream job, man. They're, they're <laughs> pumping out stuff crazy. crazy. He's like, I'm just going to have fun and announce a bunch of shit. And like, and they're going to do it. That's that's mm-hmm. the one big difference. I would say, mm-hmm. like, I'm a DC fan, but if Marvel says they're doing something... It comes like, out. Like, there's no way... Like, someone put it this way, right? It's just me ranting a little bit. There's no mm-hmm. way on Earth that Marvel would have seen that rumor that came out from a Hollywood trade and mm-hmm. either not debunked it or done it. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers were like, let's use this hype. Mm-hmm. And because the line to get into that place was huge. And people were talking about this was the, like the most like attention that this thing has gotten in years. Yeah. And then they just did absolutely fuck all. They, they, <laughs> they, they do people. They do people. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy man. that they did that, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to all the lineups. Oh, everything is like 2023, 2024, far, far ahead. But hey, uh, did you watch Love and Thunder yet? No, I'm not watching that. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm waiting till it comes on Disney Plus before I actually. Oh. I haven't watched. I won't watch anything new in this cinemas in a while. Always Disney Plus release, but you're not watching it because you don't think it's gonna be good. No, I don't think it's going to be good at all. I didn't care for Ragnarok. And the people, like, obviously, like my point of view is watch the movies yourself. Like, you know, mm-hmm. don't just take people's opinion. But when I see enough people who I share, like, 90% of things I like with, mm-hmm. and it's not just DC stuff, even on the Marvel side of things, like, people, there's certain people, like this one journalist, Richard Newby, who mm-hmm. writes, like, long, deep dives into stuff. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend his work. If he doesn't like, like, he likes everything, and like he mm-hmm. like he likes stuff I like, but he mm-hmm. also is really kind about everything. Like he'll try mm-hmm. and pick out like the positive of like even shitty shit. But <laughs> he, for the first time in my life, had nothing good to say. Like what he called this movie was a collection of deleted scenes. <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm sorry, I'm not watching this, God man. Damn. No way. I think no I think way. that's people people I think that's the complaints. I mean maybe it's just something he's doing recently, but like I've heard that people don't really like the way the the way the, how extreme Taika Waititi takes things. Like it can be annoying. You know, I think that's the like the the comedic part that he takes it things sometimes can be overwhelming is what is what I think annoys people. What I've heard is in this movie in particular, and he did it in Ragnarok, is that like he's he's a he's he's kind of a comedian at heart. Like he is, like, yes. I think I forget what, how he what he was into, but he was a comedian basically, and mm-hmm. he uses jokes so much that mm-hmm. it breaks up. Like you might have like a really emotional moment, and you need to let it linger. Yeah. Like if it's I'll use an example, Snyder, the emotional moment you will hit that emotional moment. Nothing will mm-hmm. destroy that. This guy goes. I've given you an emotional moment. Now let's laugh. It's like, fam, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> let it let it sit. Let it settle a bit. We can't laugh all the time. And yeah. a lot of people's complaint was that like MCU is fine, happy go lucky, we get it. But like, mm-hmm. there's a limit to this. Like, so much, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't be too dark, but you can't be too silly at the same time, right? So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's just the way MCU, at least in their feature movies have been um but i guess it's character centric because captain america none of them had any like real jokes to that extent iron man they were all pretty good it's just recently i think it's in the last few years and i don't know if it's again it's the directors because I think people's most complaints is between all the Thors, you can see the difference when directions changed. And people don't really like that. I think. Like, you know, um... And the contrast with Loki's show and how serious-ish that is compared to Thor is like, 
I guess that's rubs people the wrong way. Like Loki was a serious show. It had its yeah. comedy moments where it needed it, right? Um, but it was o- pretty o- serious. Wilson is there, so it had to be comedic yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, I like I like that show. Like, yeah. as, as we talked about, it's just yeah. I, I I'm not watching that. I'm I'm, I'm not doing that to myself right <laughs> like, now. No. No, well, I'm gonna watch it for you, and I'll let you know how it is. I don't think it'll be that. It's not. It's not that terrible. It's not that terrible. Sure. I, you still laugh. I hope so. I hope so. If 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 you if you have a good laugh, then maybe I'll give it a shot. Yes, yeah, I'll let you know. Let's say that. But it comes out in like September or something on Disney Plus. I'm not. I'm definitely not stepping to a cinema for that. Don't definitely worry, I, I, I can no. definitely wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, man, bro. Um, have a good night. I know it's been a long, a long day for you. Um, uh, same here. Honestly, I, I think I woke, I woke up at four a.m. to watch that game this morning, so I've actually been up for a while. So oh, wow. yeah, I've not watched any of this stuff. So I might, I might go and watch some highlights before I sleep right now. <laughs> well, enjoy and uh, have a good night, bro. Um, I love to the family. Yeah, we'll let them know, my man. Thank you. All right, All right. peace. Thanks for listening to the talk shop with Bernie and Chimdi. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You want to talk to us? Find Bernie at buche21 on Twitter and Chimdi at comms88. Take care.